Hey, hey, everybody, Kevin here with Pursuing Pixels, and welcome back to another edition of Save It for the Cast. And as per usual, I'm going to be kicking the ball over to John Randall and I in just a few minutes here to chat about kind of some video game stuff. We're kind of all over the map, but sort of some like episode planning. This is from a session that we recorded back at the end of March. Uh, as I was editing this one, actually, I was getting a little bit frustrated because I was talking, you know, back at the end of March, which was just about, you know, a little over a month ago now. Uh, I was talking about how much better I was feeling, or at least how much progress I felt like I had been making. And I was like, okay, I'm going to start, uh, you know, trying to do a little part-time work and whatever. And I might even get into this on a future Save It for the Cast, because we talked about this uh, uh, on the most recent session that we sat down and recorded. Uh, but, like, I started doing a little, like, delivery, driving some DoorDash and Instacart here and there, just to, like, okay, let me dip my toes in the water, see how this feels to, you know, work a few hours for a day, you know, and it's really been a little bit... Uh, frustrating and demoralizing because it's really been, you know, I've only been able to last for like two, three, maybe four hours max before I'm just like, okay, I'm down for the count. So while I was editing this, I was all optimistic or when we recorded this session, sorry. Um, I was all optimistic about like, oh, hey, I'm, you know, thinking about looking for some part-time work. And now I'm like, oh man, if I can barely do this DoorDash, maybe I got a little more uh, progress to make. But I've been trying to look at it from the perspective of like, okay, the fact that I even have felt good enough to do, you know, as, as bad as that sounds, you know, it's like the fact that I've been able to do that. And again, I've been fortunate enough to be staying home with some family for the time being. And uh, actually, hopefully, I don't know if you can hear them at the moment, uh, but there are some, uh, it's actually quite nice, actually, for me, it's kind of pleasant, but there's some birds chirping in the background. I got a little, uh, little like kind of door wall window in the room that I'm staying in. So it's really really been nice being home in Michigan, even though it's been a little frustrating and demoralizing. Like I was initially thinking like, okay, I'm going to, you know, I moved back home at the um, beginning of October last year. And I was thinking, okay, by the end of the year, I'll be back on my feet and feeling better. Just focus on my health for a few months. And, you know, now it's been seven months and, and then some, and I'm like, okay, really thought I'd be further along than this. But again, it's been really nice spending time. Yesterday was my nephew's first uh, birthday party. So it was great just kind of getting together with some family and just all that. Like I've been going to visit while my sister's been babysitting uh, for my brother and whatnot. So it's just been really nice to be home and be back with family and stuff. But unlike last week, although I can't say I've had a ton of time to do a ton of gaming here and there, I've still been kind of poking around. I haven't been able to get back into like a streaming routine and I've been gearing up for our uh, second annual Pursuing Pixels uh, James Jam Game Gam. I'm still torn between a couple different themes, but I kind of went back to one of my comfort games on Nintendo Switch. I fired up some Kingdom. I ended up booting up a brand new file of the Kingdom's Norse Lands DLC, which is part of the Kingdom Two Crowns release. They've done uh, two or three DLC expansions. I, I know I've talked about all of them, or at least a, a few different ones, and I've definitely mentioned Norse Lands on the podcast before, and Kingdom's just such a great, like, light strategy tower defense game and really my only gripe with it and I'm doing it again I like you know I try to like do as much as I can on each island it's like this side scrolling and everything is pretty much based on like you're just using coins or currency uh you get coins or gems actually there's like a few different things but like you're basically just upgrading things with these coins and you're just managing your uh your currency essentially and you know your uh, soldiers and stuff that you recruit uh, but I, again everything's just done through spending that money and everything costs you know different amounts and keeps getting more expensive but I just have the tendency to try to like clear each like island or level if you will um, one at a time or like do as much as I possibly can but then I end up like too many days and nights go by and then the levels like by the time I get to the next island things are getting a little bit tougher and I'm not managing like the the strategy element enough and then I keep 
wrestling in the back of my brain, like, should I just start over? Like, I've already played a couple hours. Like, what what should I do here? Um, but that doesn't take away. This is truly, I, I say this about a lot of games, but this is truly one of my all-time favorite games. Not necessarily the Norse Lands DLC specifically. And I'm not sure if I... Like part of me is like, maybe I just want to boot up a Kingdom Two Crowns like regular file or even like the Deadlands, I think is what it was called, um, which was the uh, Bloodstained crossover, which was really cool. I wasn't even a I was a big fan of the Curse of the Moon, like the NES 8 bit style Bloodstained games, but not so much uh, the whatever the Bloodstained Curse of the Moon or, or not Curse of the Moon. That's the one I just said. Ritual of the Night, I think, is what the like main core game was called. Um but yeah, I really love that DLC, just having different like mounts, like horses or whatever, different types of creatures that you can ride. And then also having different characters you can play as that all have different abilities. It just kind of added a little more to the game and like that spooky kind of, you know, like horror, gothic horror kind of vibe was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, be, uh, also another thing that I actually fired up uh, on Nintendo Switch just uh, earlier today, I fired up, uh, I downloaded the demo for What the Golf. I didn't realize there was a demo. I never think of like playing demos on consoles very often, uh, but it just like I happened to, you know, they just announced, actually just announced and released uh, the follow up to that game, What the Car, kind of surprise release. They kind of just announced it like, hey, the game is out now on Apple Arcade, uh, which Randall, you know, was just talking about Apple Arcade a few weeks back. So I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to have to if he's still got that trial active i'm gonna have to see if i can coax him into checking that one out but because of that it's one that i haven't picked up i'm always like waiting for a sale because it's 20 bucks and i'm like uh what the golf that is um if you don't have apple arcade i think that one's still available on there as well but i ended up you know i was like oh i I looked to see i was like oh maybe with what the car just coming out maybe what the golf is on sale uh but that's how i saw that there was a demo on switch so i was like oh you know what I'll, i'll just download it and see if this game is up my alley uh and it definitely is i was a little bit like, it's a little bit more of, like, a joke and goofy kind of game than I was expecting. I was kind of expecting a little more strategy or, like, not strategy, but arcade gameplay where you got to actually, like, think about the shots you're taking or whatever. But it's very much kind of like a silly over the top. But but there were, like, as I progressed through the game a little bit further, like, again, the demo was short and sweet. Uh, but they show, like, a little trailer at the end of a bunch of stuff that you expect to see throughout the game. But, I mean, you're just, like basically just aiming the joystick in any direction, like 360 degrees and then holding down the a button and then releasing it, uh, as the power gauge fills up. But every stage is completely different where you're like one time you're playing as a car, or like you're, you're shooting a car to the hole, you know, the golf hole or, you know, the green or whatever. Um, or you're like shooting the actual golfer or the club, or you're shooting a box full of a million balls at the same time, not a million, but you know, a few dozen balls at the same time and you just got to get one to the hole and it's a I like there's like a little part of me that's like oh, I wish there was more of a, a challenge involved but at the same time they do have leaderboards and stuff I get just poking around on the demo main screen and stuff but I was like oh I, I didn't expect there to be leaderboards so maybe there are like you know pars on each of these holes and you can replay the levels and there really was a cool actually probably my favorite part of the game uh, at least in this demo here, this short and sweet, you know, it only took me about 10, 15 minutes to rip through. But it's kind of like a top down, almost like mini golf course that uses that same style mechanics. But you have to you're like in this laboratory and you got to like hit little switches to open up. And that's like where like it's almost like an overworld map. And then you like uh, shoot the ball into a hole. And that's again, that's like more of like a top down 2D perspective. And then when you go into a hole, it's more like a 3D stage in most cases, although there were a couple 2D stages that played more like uh the worms games or that, that old like uh tank game, whatever. I think it might just be called tank or tanks, uh, flash game or whatever it was. I remember playing it on PC and computer class and whatever. 
Um, but yeah, really had a good time with that demo. I still didn't spring for grabbing it just yet because I'm just like, ah, I'll just wait at least for a small sale, grab it for like 15 bucks because I do feel like because it does feel a little bit more like a novelty game, I'm like, ah, I just don't, I, it's like kind of a one and done kind of thing. Uh, I, I just don't know if I can spend 20 bucks on it uh, for whatever reason. I, I don't know why, because it really would probably be worth it. It says there's like 500 stages uh, and being that they're all pretty different. It's like, OK, this game could really ramp up and be pretty crazy. And it really seems like it'd be a fun game to like fire up at a party and pass the controller around. Uh, I believe it's a single player game unless there's some, you know, mini games or something like that. But yeah, really, really cool experience. It's just kind of a, you know, one of a kind kind of game. Uh, and the only other game that I've really been putting some time into is this game called Murtop. And I kind of want to just give a shout out uh, to the folks over at Flynn's Arcade Publishing. They're kind of a new publisher on uh, Nintendo Switch. And uh, they actually were kind enough to send us a copy of this game. Um, and they we've talked about Donut Dodo in the past. And they published that one. And then they're also going to be publishing Viral Reload, which I also believe I've talked about in the past on the podcast. Uh, but that's going to be coming to Switch as well. So they're like kind of bringing some really cool very like 80s retro arcade style games to the switch and they're doing like a really faithful job like to the point where with Murtop here you like actually like you know press select or the minus button to like add a credit or a coin in and then press start to move and it's very much like pac-man style or you know dig dug or whatever it's actually the gameplay is very much like dig dug meets Bomberman, where you're playing as this rabbit and there's uh, individual stages, like every stage you're kind of trying to progress through the game. Uh, and obviously you can just kind of like challenge yourself like, OK, I want to see how far I can get on a single credit or I want to pump 10 credits in and just beat the game. Or I want to keep continuing every time I get a game over with one credit at a time. It's, it kind of lets you uh, impose your own difficulty, if you will, uh, on the game. But it's got a really cool like kind of Pico 8 aesthetic. Uh, I almost feel like it maybe was originally developed or conceived in Pico 8 or something like or maybe they're just using that palette, that color palette. And it because it's got that 8 bit retro style. Uh, but again, uh, comparing it to Dig Dug and Bomberman, you're basically playing as this rabbit and you can just dig up, and you know, press up, down, left, right. And you just automatically dig through the dirt uh, and you're kind of just going underground from that side on perspective, Dig Dug style. Uh, but then you drop bombs behind you at the push of a button. And then those bombs, unlike Bomberman, from the get-go, like there's no power-ups or anything. It's just like they go all the way in, up, down, left, and right until they hit a wall. And then you're kind of just trying to, like, kill all the enemies that are in their little crevices and tunnels uh, just like they are in Dig Dug. Or, you know, I, I think similar to uh, – not to just keep making that Dig Dug comparison, but, like, you can run under, like, a boulder and have it fall down. I mean, it's very, very heavily inspired by those two games. But – it gets very hectic because you're dropping that bomb and it blows up very quick. It drops one tile behind you. So really quick, you got to be like, I'm dropping that bomb and then I'm going up, down or, you know, I got to get off that track like immediately. But then at the same time, you you know, you're because you're dropping it behind you, you got to like just be aware of like where you are and where all the enemies are on the space. And like there might be a rock that's about to fall on you. It's just like it gets so hectic so fast. I got to like the 10th stage and really my only gripe about the game like one of the things we raved about with donut dodo was like how amazing the music was like level after level uh i think there was only five stages in that but still it was like every stage had its own unique song and best that i recall while playing this uh and i haven't put in a ton of time maybe just a couple hours but uh it's pretty addictive i, I but i did feel like that same song or two maybe just kept looping or alternating back and forth uh and there's just like little cutscenes in between, again, like Pac-Man style. But part of it's like, oh, when I just want to keep playing and ripping through levels again and again, I almost wish I could like skip those. Uh, but at the same time, it's almost nice to get a little bit of a breather between each stage because it does get pretty hectic. And then there's a nice uh, 
bonus stage. I only saw it once, so maybe there's other styles, but it's just kind of like uh, if you remember that uh, mini game in the Lion King on Super Nintendo and probably on Sega Genesis as well, where you play as like Timon and Pumbaa, or actually plays Pumbaa and Timon's like dropping the the bugs from like that tree branch and you're running back and forth and catching them uh, before they touch the ground. It's kind of similar to that. There's like carrots falling from the sky and you just have to grab those without getting crushed by a boulder uh, for a limited amount of time. But yeah, that's pretty much the stuff that I've been playing. I haven't really like sunk my teeth into anything uh, too, too much, but I'm actually planning on doing some streams, hopefully uh, leading up to the game jam and then definitely streaming a bunch of the game jam entry stuff. So Really looking forward to that game jam in a couple of weeks, uh, kicking that off, or actually in about a week, actually, uh, and then checking out all the entries the week after that. And then uh, I know I mentioned our uh, anniversary episode that we'll uh, definitely be doing something for that. We actually are planning on doing something a little bit different than we've done in the past and just having more of like a conversational roundtable kind of discussion uh, on a few different topics or a handful of different things. So I'm really looking forward to that as well. We'll be uh, recording that soon. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, on that note, I can kick it over to John Randall and I for some chit chat uh, all across the board. And until next week, we'll catch you then and take care. On a brighter note, I will say that uh, I've been doing two-week gaps now instead of every week for my kinesiologist appointments. Like, I did a two-week gap because she was out of town or had something where she, like, wasn't in the office for a week. So I was like, okay, I'll skip that week. And I was like, I'll see how I'm feeling. And if it feels good enough, I'll stick to that. You know, I was like, I feel like I'm making decent progress. And I definitely, like, most of my pain at the moment is more, like, in my neck and shoulders as opposed to in my, like, tailbone area. Mm-hmm. And it's been kind of ever since I bought this kneeling chair. I mean, I know it's not the only thing, but I feel like just all the exercises I've been doing, I've been, like, I'm even thinking, I'm like, you know what? Maybe I got to go back to my delivery driving routes because, like, I don't want to, I don't want to start getting a job where, like, get a referral from my brother or get a, you know, I don't want to like start a job where like, Hey, I might not be able to do this in two months and be like, Oh, I bit off more than I could chew or, you know, whatever. Right. You know, like I just don't know a hundred percent the situation where like, if I find like a delivery driver job and I was like, I don't want to do food deliveries. Cause that was fucking hectic and crazy. Granted in the city, it was wild, but I was like, <laughs> you know what? I should just look into like a cannabis delivery job. And I feel like that would just be like kind of mellow, like people would just be happy to get their delivery when it comes <laughs> like yeah. I could be wrong. But I was like, you could probably just get like a part time gig work a couple days a week and like see how it goes. And at least just and then if I had to quit, it wouldn't be the end of the world if I you know, it's like, hey, sorry, I'm I thought I was ready for this. And I am in a lot more pain than I thought. But I was just like, I don't know, that could, like I, just, I don't know, just have something kind of low stress and whatever. I, I know it's probably a thing that was more like us being in the city but like you did you ever see like the compost delivery things no no like there were That's not a bad idea either yeah but it was definitely because it was in the city and like yeah people can't yeah. have if you live in an apartment you can't like compost <laughs> like right right, right. but like it was like it, you know those big drum buckets that like people mm-hmm. would just fill up with compost and then it was always like a bike that would always be picking up the delivery which was kind of cool but like it was a bike with a trailer that they oh, would just okay. put like the drums on and then oh. like would take it to whatever like local greenhouse or wherever they were doing that but like i was just yeah. like every time i saw that i was like i could do that 
Like that that if I yeah. if I needed a job like that is something I would like or um uh Kenny like when he worked at the greenhouse yeah, yeah. like uh specifically for like the urban like farming but Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Like those are those are the types of manual labor that I I like every once in a while I'm like I could go back to that. I wouldn't mind just doing <laughs> just like yeah just like about that. running yeah. around doing a f- Cause I was just poking around online to just say like, I wonder what kind of hours like places like that have. And I saw one, just one random place I found. It was like on the application you could pick if you wanted to work weekdays, weekends, four hour days, eight hour days, mornings, evenings, nights. I was like, Oh man, if they're like that flexible and I could just be, Hey, I want to work four, four hour days a week and just like see how it feels. Right. Um, I don't know. It just yeah. seems like that would be kind of, kind of chill and then yeah the only thing that was stressful about de- even honestly even with food the only thing that was really distressful about doing deliveries in chicago was like parking and oh, dude, yeah, no, like yeah. lo- blocking it's, the streets oh, and yeah. like going One up into people's apartments <laughs> yeah no, yeah like oh co- i'll buzz me up i'm like i'm not coming up to the fucking eighth floor man yeah. come down and get your damn food yeah it's <laughs> <laughs> so, like i'm not trying to get murdered here delivering some freaking mac and cheese and burgers man yeah <laughs> Like there were definitely a couple times where I'm like going into a building like, yo, this is this is dicey. <laughs> this not is not a legal tenement. <laughs> yeah, I might not be coming out of here. But um, committed yeah. to so I was job. like, I, but just the fact that I was even thinking about, hey, I should think about a job because one thing I've been because like when I've been driving around going to random places or whatever, like I still I think I've said this before too, like when I kind of sing and actually like belt it out like i'm using those muscles that i used to use that i just don't anymore yeah and it helps me i'm not very good at doing like the regular deep breathing exercises i mean i try to do them and i'm okay at it but i think when i sing and like actually belt it out like it kind of forces me to do some of that deep breathing sure so i'm like i feel like if i was just driving around listening to music belting out some vocals like it'd be like a potentially a win-win situation and then you know hey if it ends up being good money, then hey, just be like, hey, I got a low stress job for a little while. Or if it ends up being like, okay, I'm not making enough, but I'm better than nothing. I mean, I'm exactly. literally making pretty much nothing right now. So well, and it's just a proof, like you said, it's like proof of concept. It's a starting point. Yeah, exactly. Let you build confidence in your body again to yeah. to know you could do the next thing. Not letting anybody down if I have to quit in a week or whatever. Yeah. So or I mean, even just letting like the getting back on a bad, schedule and like using yeah, repetitive yeah. like. Cause if like, you, I got to be here at 4 p.m. or whatever, you right. know, because, yeah, right now I don't have that often unless it's like us doing the podcast. But it's all like at my house, you know, right mm-hmm. or at somewhere where I can easily just be like, oh, I'm just at my brother's house or whatever. So for sure. Yeah, but well, I don't know. Good. I'm, that's I'm feeling pretty juice, man. My, my pain situation is like it's very it's still a slow process, but I'm like, I feel like this is the first time I feel like I'm actually like making actual progress. Hell good. Yes. I'm pretty pumped. Like I've said that before, I know, but like I feel like this is like, man, I'm like actually not just like, oh, I feel a little better. Oh, mm-hmm. but now I'm worse again. But I'm like, oh, I just keep kind of feeling better. I have that's, a, yeah. off days here and there, but I'm like moving forward. For I think sure. that's the big difference is that like, yes, you've been saying it, but like in the past you would say it and then you would have a setback. Whereas yeah. this time you're just continuously saying it and it's just yeah. continuously getting better. <laughs> so Definitely. like, yeah, it's incremental, but it is like. You're not yeah. having like a disaster that's like setting you back and having progress or like. Yeah, I think just finally like giving the quote unquote giving not that I'm totally giving up on like finding what's wrong with me, but like I'm kind of like, OK, there it's obviously something just like nervous system out of whack, like 
you know, something's just not working the way it's supposed to. So like if, if it's getting better by me just doing these exercises and stuff, maybe that's all it, you know, maybe I was too focused on like finding the issue right? as opposed to like, Hey, just rehab. And, you know, because I waited so long, I mean, I was doing exercises to some extent, but not so focused like I am now. So it's not um, such an easy thing where it's like, oh, it's not a like a single problem that's like diagnosable and curable. It's like a culmination of so many multiple problems that you kind of have to do all of it at once. And you can't like target it and like solve it. Yeah, that's exactly it. And it's also between that and then like it sounds like such a small thing, but just like when I was in Chicago, like I was, you know, doing all the grocery shopping and doing all the like all my going downstairs, lugging my laundry, like every all like I would use all my energy to do that stuff. So I didn't have the energy as much to exercise where now I'm just kind of like stocking up on the stuff I need while I'm out and about doing my doctor's appointments. And like, yeah, I'm like, I can just focus on just using my energy for the physical therapy. And it's like, man, this is actually paying off moving back home. So good. Um, and that's the part that's totally in your control. Right. And you're leaning into that part. So that makes perfect sense. Right. And I know I said this too, like I was, when I first moved back, I was thinking like, okay, October, November, December. Okay. Hopefully I'll be out of my parents' house by after three months, end of the year. But like, Hey man, if it, if I end up, it's been six months already, almost by the end of this month. And I'm like, ah, man, part of me in the back of my head's like, man, that fucking sucks. But hey, it is what it is, man. This is my life right now, and it's is what it is. And I'm fortunate to have the situation where I don't hate my family. Absolutely, and yep. they don't hate me, and you know we're getting there. We're getting there. But you know how fast <laughs> months go. Months go very fast. Yeah, it's dude, crazy. Like, it's crazy, dude. Oh my god, I I can't. Like March is almost over, and I was just thinking, oh, it just turned March. I know. Like, I was like, it's six months home. I was thinking, it's like, oh yeah, it just turned 2023. It's like, no, we're Mm-mm. a quarter done. Yep. That's why I had to go get my uh, uh, insurance uh, fixed because my license plate expires in April. I don't know if it, I'm pretty sure it goes through the end of April is how that works. But like I was just like, I don't want to take any chances. Oh, yeah. to get my Michigan plates ASAP. Yep. And actually, I'm pumped. My uh, insurance ended up being like a, just a tad less than it was in Chicago. But what I was reading online uh, was that Michigan was the most expensive car insurance state. So I was just huh. like. I don't know why that is necessary. Maybe just like the weather and roads and whatever. But. I think I kind of do remember that. I think it's because of the level of coverage that they legally They do make you make have you some pretty carry. intense coverage. Yeah. yeah. Um, but for whatever reason, like maybe just because my car is older and more of a piece of shit now or something. I don't know. But they were like, it actually went down by like 25 bucks over the six month period. So I was like, oh, man, I was nice. coming in expecting to probably pay another two two fifty a month so or, uh, the for the six month period old. yeah yeah that, that for helps real, too. yeah that 35 year threshold yeah. yeah maybe it uh made a difference it, it helps yeah yeah <laughs> oh man but yeah we i feel like we got a ton of uh game stuff not that we i mean we can obviously pare it down to some pretty light stuff because i don't really have a ton i, I have like kind of conversational stuff I, I feel like a lot of the stuff we have oh yeah this mm-hmm. week so i'm down to kind of lean that direction uh if we want to this week what are you guys feeling like talking about i know john you said the esports <laughs> action oh guys i've gotten so good at splatoon 3 i'm almost <laughs> out of c minus rank for <laughs> the ra- oh, which man. is still the lowest rank you could possibly get <laughs> it is i'm gonna get i am going to get into it it is infuriating I'm but not gonna i was dying when i saw yet. you fire that up because i was like didn't john say he wasn't gonna buy this game and i saw or that was like maybe his cousin talked him into it or why i couldn't remember or your nephew My or something said, I, was like, yeah. I couldn't remember the exact scenario but, but uh hey, it's a good game 
but I'll save it. I'll save it for the cast. <laughs> yeah. So we got some Splatoon two and, and uh, Splatoon three and Overwatch two. Right. Um, and I guess just kind of Overwatch in general since Randall's got that experience in the back pocket as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I did touch Overwatch two last night. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, we we might need you to round out that uh, fifth in our party, uh, Randall. <laughs> oh, Mike. yeah, it is five. Yeah, yeah. So Mikey and I played with uh, one of Lauren's friend and my friends, uh, Mike James, and he was a huge Overwatch one player. Uh, okay. I, like he used to have a, a podcast that like I remember when Overwatch came out, like he like basically he just like talked about it all the time. And, it, and so That's I was amazing. like, oh, I, I know like Mike James plays that game. Like I'll, I'll reach out to him. And he sunk up with uh, Mikey and me. And oh, boy, having a person who knows how to play Overwatch makes it really really fun <laughs> that's funny because i was i was gonna text uh mikey when we were saying like hey we, you because you mentioned your friend uh alan as well yeah. and then we mentioned that we were like oh maybe we can rope randall into the mix yes yeah, so. and then i was gonna i thought about texting i forgot actually to send it but or like to actually respond or whatever but i was gonna say uh I was like, hey, just so you know, Mikey, uh, Randall's got some Overwatch experience, so don't fear. I know John, uh, Glenn, and I kind of suck at this game, but um, <laughs> oh, my yeah. Overwatch Randall experience can maybe hold it down. <laughs> my hey, Overwatch experience, experience was from like however many years ago the first Overwatch came out. God. So let's not get too crazy. Yeah, that's a long time. Ago. <laughs> that that is that like that is a pretty old game. Seven years or eight? I, I, I think so at this point, which is kind of crazy. That is unbelievable. Yeah. at least six. That sounds right? about right. Yeah. yeah, we talked. We talked about like months going fast. Like years are just pointless at this point, especially correct. with the the COVID years. It's yes. crazy, correct. man. That yes. two year gap. Of just like, oh, that was two full years and, and then some. Yep. Yes. You know, almost locked down, man. Good yes. God, crazy. Man. Um, but yeah, like I mostly like I've done like the Mario Kart 8 game. Yeah. I've done like a bunch of random uh streams and stuff. So I mean I could talk about that stuff, but I honestly could save that for either later or save it for the cast stuff. I would talk about um, some Mario Kart. I played those Mario Kart tracks. Yeah, like I definitely could talk some Mario Kart. Yeah. Uh, I also played a little Wonder Boy, uh, Asha, and Monster World. I've been kind of chipping away at that. Nice. Uh, but really, the main thing too was if you, Randall, if you were wanting to talk like the Wii U 3DS stuff too, like yeah, I was yeah. playing the Nintendo Online yeah, Switch yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like I did that stream and played some uh, Mario Three and Ristar, so I could just kind of like riff off of that a little bit too. Like it, it doesn't have to be anything specific. Yeah. I should have been um, more proactive. When are the stores going down, or are they already down? Uh, no. They, so this is the. This I think it's is, like a couple days. It's the twenty seventh, I think. Yep. And that's why it's kind of. I'm even like him, Han, even bringing it up because I'm kind of torturing people if they actually had the sentiment to do so because this yeah. episode will release far past when they could actually do something about it. But well, legally anyway. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay, they're they're closing the stores but are the servers down so you can't download games to this the servers apparently will stay up the ability to download like things you download yeah. okay and that's okay. updates like patch stuff should still be available i hope it seems okay. like that's that's all i yeah. care about but you i'm never not know buying anything Nintendo. else at this point like i've i've made my peace um, it's a healthy place to be. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I mean, it's worth if if you're tempted at all. I mean, they do have stuff on sale for like dirt cheap. They do. There's some uh, stuff. They're yeah. like kind of doing a blowout, like 90 yep. percent off type, like even like Shovel Knight. A lot of cap. Let me tell stuff. you five bucks. Let yep. me tell you what my the 
storage situation is on my Wii U. I have a <laughs> USB data stick acting nice. as that. Like, nice. Hey, I don't know if I have anything. I think I might just. No, I do have like a SD or micro SD or whatever it had. I think regular. Regular SD. SD. Yeah. Was yeah. that just from your Wii or did you actually buy a, a bigger SD card for your I think Wii it, U? I, I can't remember if I like upgraded and got one. I think it. I don't know, but I remember there being like all sorts of like communication issues where like when I would try to boot a game off the SD card, I'd be like, you can't play this software. I was having a oh bunch of God. issues with my downloadable stuff. Yeah, boys. So that's not really boding well for uh, <laughs> shutting down the shop. That Akai like drum sampler that I have that's old yeah, and yeah. everybody hates. Uh, <laughs> I bought, went out and bought in the year of our Lord, Luigi 2023, a full sized <laughs> SD card for 32 gigabytes. Hell yeah, baby. Because that's is that that's a big a speed. Is that, is that, S, is that 10, 10 oh. speed ranked? Oh, this, uh, let's see what this uh, V10 is. That what the there you 10? go. Nice job. I don't think I don't think that is going to have any difference on this <laughs> old ancient machine. If anything, it might not be as compatible. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna yeah have to reformat it. I like oh this fucking stuff. Like, is 32 gig the maximum that that's it can the maximum support? size and like yes. it also yep. rounds up. So if yes. you have 31.1, it's like, no, you got 32 gigs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. That's hilarious. Make sure it's formatted to FAT32 and not yeah. EXFAT in order oh for your machine to read it properly. <laughs> Gotta love technology. As awesome as it is. God, uh, the most random thing the other day, like I was just like in, in the room and like, I heard this like kind of high pitch, like squealing buzzing sound. Mm -hmm. I was like, what is that? Like really faint, but like it was enough to like, now that I noticed it, it was like, that's going to drive oh, yeah. me fucking nuts. And I was like, it's coming from like behind the TV. Cause I was like trying to like hook up another cable or something. And I was like, what is that? And I have like the, I have like an Amazon fire stick in the TV and it's just plugged that into one of those like it. little yeah. iPhone brick <laughs> things, but it's like an off brand. It's a Belkin one. And it's just making this little like, whoo. <laughs> yes, sir. And it's just I have to unplug it now. I'm like, I can't leave that plugged in. The iPhone one, if I put my ear like right up to it, like stethoscope style, I can hear it. But I'm like, it's negligible. I can I can live with that plugged in all the time. But man, if you ever were wondering if those transformers are using power at all times, whether they're plugged into something or not, yes, oh, they yeah. indeed yes, are. Sir. Oh they yes. are and the there is a difference in quality between the first brand and second, but like those, yeah. those ch dirt cheap resistors they're using in there yep. are, it was loud. driving me crazy. It like, I, it was like flashbacks to where like me and my brother both had these like little TVs in our rooms uh, yes. when we were a little older growing up and mine didn't squeal as much, but it had like a faint, but his had this like really high pitch. Like I always knew if he was up late playing games because <laughs> I could hear this like just squealing through the door. What? Okay. <laughs> that loud? Yeah, it was it was like because he would have like the volume all the way down. Yeah. So all Dude. you would hear is just like this. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> like it was okay. so loud. It was crazy. OK, this is. Oh, man, we are dating ourselves here. Like this is a fun little nostalgia trip. But like I wish I still had that. TV. I remember like all throughout high school, like staying up on watching Adult Swim. Like because the anime like block was super late at night. Mm -hmm. And I was yep. I was always like in like the like the like family room with the t 
TV on volume down to one because everyone <laughs> else was asleep. But like, I, I would always remember being like, and like, I'd be sitting like right next to the fucking screen so I could yeah. hear like all of the like gunfire that's happening in Ghost in the Shell. <laughs> then, like, I remember every night after it would end, like, I'd turn the TV off and I would be like, oh my God, that was so fucking like, just because I had gotten used to just the hum yeah. of like a yeah. cathode ray tube TV. <laughs> God. Yeah, it CRTs really is were like, alive. That's just oh, like a whole separate technology. Even like yeah. how long it would take for the screen to dark mm-hmm. after you turned it off. Like, mm. yes. And when you kind of boot it out, like it gets like warmed up. The colors kind of fade in. Yep. Oh man, we're so old. Good. We're so fucking old, guys. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's great. I was over at my Still grandma's today mine. who just, I think I mentioned one time when we were talking, like just turned a hundred recently. Yeah. And I was just, just like thinking about that. Like how much shit has changed from when she, like yes. she was like, I don't Everything. know how to use my cell phone. I was like, grandma, Everything come on. Changed. I was like, that, it's like, you're doing pretty dang good. If you just, the fact that you have a cell phone yes. and have any semblance of how to use it yes. is pretty dang good at a hundred. I was like, that's, you know. Phones, I don't even know if they exist. I, th- I think maybe phones did, but like you know, rotary it's like, phones, yeah, right, right. And that's like you know, a hundred years, man. That's a long fucking time ago. Yeah, our hall closet in our apartment was the fo- like former phone room of this huh. building. Like yeah. that was the room that was wired for telephones. That's and- amazing. <laughs> that's crazy to think. Yeah, you had to like account for that in a building. Yes, you know? <laughs> oh, we got to have a room for all the phone lines. God. <laughs> different times man yeah that's great different times oh man i mean uh, and as, a, as a, i'm not gonna go into it but that's kind of like what my uh, ethos or like philosophy has been behind like now nah, we can just install communism overnight because people have dealt with rapid change like no problem like we did the well, pandemic and most people deal with and no problem. I, I, yeah, I mean, yes, this is a, a vast oversimplification, but but theoretically, yeah, but it, we keep pl- yes. we keep like charging forward. Yes, but yes. like but like so many like the vast majority of people don't give a shit and like yeah. they're just like yeah yeah sure whatever like the people can workers the control the needs. means of production. Can I yep. still watch TV? Then I yep. don't care. Like yep 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 yep. So Am I getting like, food? I, I was like, drink will be fine. People yeah, it's not going to be a big deal in that effect. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's probably pretty accurate. Like yes. humankind, humans are very resilient and like. Just were like, well, that's reality now. Like, just adapt to the new norm, mm-hmm. you know. And like the new norm can ch- can truly change overnight, pretty much. And Dude. like people, yeah, not adapt, no problem. But I mean, it it happens whether you like it or not. Essentially, you know. Anytime I like drive through like the country and I see like just look at telephone wires and be like, good God, this is like infrastructure that's everywhere. Like mm-hmm. that was necessity. Yeah. Like, yep. and it's like, huh. That's there now. I just guess. did that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, wild. I wish it was underground, but yeah, mm, for it's real. Too late for that. So many good ideas. Oh, they're okay. 
other last tangent that's not video game related because um, then we can get on video game tangents for another hour that's right um, <laughs> but they uh shut down the kennedy expressway down to two lanes each way and it's going to be Oof. that for three years give me context oh. how many lanes are we talking usually here four to five depending on, on each where. side and yeah, then they have side. like express Ooh. lanes in the middle that yes. kind of like fluctuate based on the time of day the express lanes i think are going to be accounted for in those two lanes so like they're like it's just going to be the express lanes and then like whatever two lanes on whatever side they're not working on and i'm like Grid One, lock. we do need I infrastructure. In time. We need like our infrastructure is in embarrassing disrepair. So yes, this is necessary. But for if you're doing this for three years, get rid of it. Like I know, again, that's yeah. not on the table. But like, just get rid of the highway. Like expand. Like that, the highway that is the expressway that they are working on has uh, our like subway system in in the middle. So it's the highways on either side of the subway system, and that's where all the stops are. And I'm like, just expand it, just make it a full rail line. Like yes. that's all we need. Yeah, like, baby, more turn trains. Turn the Kennedy Expressway into yes. a high speed rail. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's I'm I'm infuriated because I know that it's going to be three years of traffic hell, and then it's going to be just a shiny new Basically highway. The same. Yeah. That they yeah. will be like, it's brand new. We can't get rid of it. So I'm like, cool, that's just like a two decades of like, we're never going to move forward in tra- public transit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, Love it. Love it. I know. Yeah, we have a train project that we thought was going to be like <sighs> connecting us to Seattle by 2030, and they've already pushed it out to 2035, and oh, that's still boy. kind of mushy. And I'm like, oh, no. I'm going to be like a crypt yeah. keeper by the time this thing's actually viable. <laughs> like, this is for the next generation and not me anymore. This is Fiona's sad. wheeling you and <laughs> Tina <laughs> yeah, onto the train. It is going to be Man, that even way. Uh, Detroit was supposed to get that, like, monorail system yeah. like, a decade ago, or they were at least like, well, they talking do. about it. it they, like, did nope. a, they did a bit of it, and honestly, that was one of the final impetus for us to be like, nah, no, we need to find another place to live, because this is just call car. Car culture happening. heaven, and I, yeah. I can't yeah. stand it. Um, no, yeah. this is not a solution. 